Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the life of Riley. Wow, gee golly wally. Well, so I've been a little MIA for the past two weeks. I've just been busy, and then ugh, the world is ending. So I am decided to hop on, I guess. Let's talk about what's going on, you guys. I was going to update you on my best friend's bachelorette party, which we had over the weekend. I'm her maid of honor. It was so much fun. Uh, But, you know, there are just more pressing things to talk about. So I know you guys are all quarantined at home, just like me. Uh, Let's get chatting. All right, people, what the is going on? Okay, like. I do not want to minimize the severity of what's going on in the world right now with this COVID-19 virus. Let me just put that disclaimer out there. I'm just here to give my opinion, but like who really cares, you know, and I want to hear your opinion. This is not an official anything. I just want to talk about what's going on. So as many of you know, I work for Disney and we shut down. We closed our doors last week on the 16th. And so we're not operating for the next couple of weeks. Got to be honest, I think that it's probably going to be longer than through the end of the month, this month, March, but we'll see how it goes. But I just have to say, Disney, as as a cast member at the resort, they have handled this so well. The, the amount of attention that we got when our managers called us, I mean, and right, there's like 200,000 something employees at the resort. And they did a phenomenal job of contacting each and every one of us with information, with compassion and resources. It was, it was pretty amazing. It was pretty amazing to see a company so big dealing with this level of a crisis, kind of like remember the humanity in the situation. And I was really heartened by that. So thank you to Disney. Now I can tell you my managers ain't listening to this because one, they just ain't. But two, they got some bigger fish to fry at the moment. But thank you to everyone at Disney for being so wonderful because it has made this really scary, uncertain situation just a little bit better. So the coronavirus, alrighty, here we go. It is getting pretty bad. And when I say pretty bad, I don't mean the virus is getting really bad. The virus is the same. It is just as contagious, dangerous, not dangerous, depending on your age group, as it was when it was first contracted in China and then moved to the United States, moved to other countries before that, but then moved to the United States. Um, but but the state of affairs in our country in the United States is different. And I know that I have listeners all over the world, and so to all of you in other countries that are not the United States. I am praying for you. I think about you. Um, I would love for you guys to email me and give me your stories so we can talk about them here on the podcast. My email is Riley R. Carroll, R-I-L-E-Y-R-C-A-R-R-O-L-L at gmail.com. Send me an email and tell me your story so I can read it here on the podcast or not. If you just want to talk to me, I'm here to talk. Um, But this is crazy, you guys. This is really, really crazy. We've never seen anything like this in our lifetime. I think the last thing about like this was like the Spanish flu. Um, Information is changing hourly. As of just like 20 minutes ago, a new bill passed for a stimulus package to send adults in America 
two payments between $1,000 and $6,000. The first one is set to come out like April 6th. The second one is set to come out in the middle of May just to kind of help fill the gaps because a lot of us, including myself, are out of work right now. Um, I'm really lucky. Disney is still paying me through the end of the month. Um, But after that, you know, a lot of us were out of work. And teachers, I know you guys are out of your classrooms and you're going to be online teaching and all these crazy things, you guys. Um, something that I wanted to talk about, I actually put it on my Twitter and I asked, I put the question out there and I had some responses. I see social media. I've done an episode actually on like the good and the bad of social media. And the conclusion is like, you know, a little bit of both. But with this coronavirus, what I'm seeing is I'm seeing a mass spread of panic because like somebody shares a video of like two people fighting in a grocery store over the last roll of toilet paper and then it gets shared like 100,000 times and then people panic and they go out and they panic buy and or, or they get aggressive or whatever. And I think that social media is so important because we need to be able to spread messages quickly, information, important vital information, but also being able to spread like positivity and words of encouragement. And also my friend Olivia, shout out Livy. I know you listen to this podcast. She made an awesome point on Twitter. She tweeted at me and she was like, it's also just a nice kind of like comic relief being able to see these funny memes. And I agree it is like, it's definitely funny to see these memes. Um, but I don't know. I feel like staying off social media right now might be a good idea because it might heighten our anxiety and, Our physical health is obviously the number one priority right now, but being in these quarantine situations, mental health is a real thing too that we need to be cognizant of. And I don't know, that's just a thought, just one of my thoughts. Um, Pretty crazy. So this past weekend was my best friend's bachelorette party. We were out in Newport and I don't know, I'm feeling a little conflicted about it because we were out at the bars and then literally... The day that it ended, we were all supposed to go into quarantine. And I was just like, dang, we'd be out at those bars drinking our drinks, having a good time. And uh, this is a real thing. I think that the really hard part about this is that it's changing so much of our daily life. You know, it's changing like our daily routines. And what I've been doing in quarantine is not a whole lot. (laughs) (laughs) but I've been working out at home. I've been cooking, um, cooking a full meal. I did that last night. I made a dinner for my mom and my aunt and I. Um, I've been podcasting like this. I've been doing as much work as I can from home. And I don't know, like just trying to keep your schedule as normal as possible. But I think that when you when you take people out of their sense of normalcy, that's when people start to panic. You know, COVID-19 itself as a virus isn't even the biggest problem that we're facing. It's just like a child. Like, you know how they say like children need stability and like children of divorce, it's hard because like they go back and forth and their lives are constantly changing. We out here feeling a little unstable and our lives are not making as much sense as they did even a week ago. So I just encourage all of you to, if you're religious like myself, continue to pray about the situation. I think that that's really important. I I believe as a religious person, I believe that God will take care of us through this. Um, I believe that our amazing healthcare system and the government 
I believe that they're taking care of us and they're doing the best that they can to ensure that we are all healthy physically, mentally, and financially. I know that that's a big concern. I remember that as long as I'm doing my part, there's nothing more that I can do. And I just hope and pray that we are all doing our individual parts. I hope that you guys start podcasts because what a fun thing to do in quarantine. It's pretty fun. You guys should all start one. Go listen to my episode about how to start your own podcast. It'll give you some deets. And again, feel free to reach out. I would be happy to like Skype you guys or FaceTime you guys to show you how to um, do your own podcast during this time. I'd be more than happy to do that. And also just remember like stay in contact with your friends. Call them, FaceTime them, Skype, whatever. Maybe there's like a hobby that you always wanted to pick up. Maybe start doing that. It's just crazy, you guys. I'm feeling like, I'm feeling like I don't even know what to believe because it's like on the one hand, I don't want to panic and go too crazy. But on the other hand, it's like, it's hard to even fathom what's going on right now because nothing like this has ever happened before in our lifetimes. It's hard. It's really, really hard. What are your guys' thoughts? Can you guys please, I know y'all got time, send me your thoughts. Send me a video. I'll play it on the podcast. Um, send me your own little podcast thoughts. I'll like send me a voice memo. I'll play them on the podcast. Email me. I'll read your responses. I don't know. Let's just talk about it because this is crazy. One thing that's really helped me kind of get through this is I keep seeing news about like you know, the grocery stores are empty and stuff like that. We have the supplies. It's just that they can't restock quick enough. Like there's no food shortage. There's no toilet paper shortage. It's going to be okay. Um, They just can't restock fast enough. And I think that that's really helped me to kind of like be calm about the situation. And just remembering that this is to flatten the curve, you know, it's probably a term you've heard, but it's basically to stop the spread from happening too rapidly and peaking at a time where our healthcare system is not fully equipped to handle it. So what we're doing by staying in our homes and staying six feet away from people in the social distancing, what we're doing is we're helping to stop a rapid spread. And if you are diagnosed with COVID-19 or you don't feel well, by self-quarantining for two weeks, you're able to prevent other people who might be more at risk, you know, immunocompromised, you, you might be able to help stop the spread in that way. And I think that from what I've heard and read from professionals, after this two-week quarantine period, maybe it'll be extended. But if it's not, we're not going to start seeing these results until much later on. We're doing the work on the front end now, delayed gratification, you know. We're doing the work on the front end now to see the results much later on down the road. But one thing that I heard the... um. LA director of public health say yesterday on the news was don't get discouraged if you don't start seeing results because it's going to get worse before it gets better. The the number of cases are going to rise as more tests are readily available. Um, You know, unfortunately, the death toll is going to rise, but don't get discouraged. This is working. Our actions today are saving us, you know, a couple, a couple weeks down the road. I think that a really big thing that even scares me is like the stock market right now and the finances of all of this. I was listening to the news today and, um, you know, the, the American economy is strong. Our currency is valuable. Uh, so we will be able to come back from this. But right now, 
being able to help Americans with their cash flow, that's really, really important, I think. Because also, you know, the more financially secure we all feel, the less chance we have of like people looting and robbing for supplies and money. If we all feel like we're going to be able to make payments and pay our rent, or at least have a break and not have to pay our rent right away, we're far less likely to be so stressed about it. What are you guys doing to stay sane? Like, what are you guys doing? I mean, like, how are we coping? What are your guys' daily routines look like? How are you staying active, like, physically and mentally? Are you guys worried? What's going on? Honestly, I just want to know because this whole thing is just totally surreal. I saw this thing that was like, I'm going to misquote it, but whatever. Um, it was basically saying like, after this whole thing is over, because this will pass, This w- we will be okay, you guys. Like this will end, this like apocalyptic craziness that we're living in, it's going to end, it's going to be okay. And when it ends, let us never take for granted Again, what we used to take for granted, hugging our friends, kissing our loved ones, being amongst amongst people that we care about, going to work, going to school, you know, shelves at the grocery store that are full of things. Um, I mean, just so many things that we take for granted that now, you know, we're without. Let us never take those for granted again. Let us be grateful for the days that we're able to go into work and earn money. Let us be grateful for an abundance of people at the grocery store because they can afford to buy the groceries and feed their families. Let us be grateful for, you know, the aunts and uncles that we get to see at Christmas and hug because we're allowed to. Right now, these are just recommendations and best practices put in by the CDC, but you guys, this may become martial law. Like this may become a real thing that we have to abide by over the next few months, this this social distancing. And we're going to be okay. This is going to go down in the history books. Um, but, you know, we've all been in that position when we're in history class and we read something and it's like, God, I wonder how they dealt with that. Like, I wonder how you ever were able to, you know, X, Y, and Z. And that's going to be us, you guys. We're going to be those people, but we're going to be able to get through it. And let us just remember to be grateful for what we do have. And when this is all over, let us never forget what it was like to go without, to go without human interaction, to go without our basic necessities being readily available, to go without our teachers and our instructors and our coaches nagging us to turn in assignments or nagging us to practice our craft. Let us never take for granted our our. 6.45 clock in time at work for me (laughs) because it meant that I was able to go in and perform my job. These are things that we need to remember because as we move through this, it's going to feel really bad right now, but it's going to be better in a month, in two months, in four months. And by the end of the year, by the time the holidays roll around, things may be back to normal and this may be a distant memory, but let us work to not forget The things that we're lacking right now, let us remember to appreciate them for what they are when we have them back again. I'm going to be recording a lot of content over the next two weeks because hashtag quarantine. Um, I think I'm going to have my mom on. We'll do some parental advice. I'll have my dad on. He's so freaking interesting. Um, um, He's so cool. And my mom has so many amazing things 
to talk about when it comes to parenting because yoo-hoo, she raised me. Just kidding. <laughs> but she's she's such a rock star and I love her and I hope that she's able to come on and share some stuff with you guys. But if you guys have any ideas or requests of things that you want me to cover while I'm here, let me know. I would love to do that for you guys. I would love to be some kind of a source of entertainment because this is crazy times right now. This is crazy town. This is nuts. But just remember that we're going to get through this, okay? And my inbox, my DMs on Instagram, they're open. They're open for discussion. I'm ready to talk to you guys. I'm eager to talk to you guys. So please feel free to reach out. Um, I'm here for you. And again, I said this, but I'll say it now. Obviously, my main listening base comes to the United States, but I have listeners all over the world and I see you guys and I love you guys and we're thinking about you and everything is going to be okay. It's going to be trying times and I refuse to minimize what people are going through and what people are experiencing, but we will get through this. So I love you guys so much. Um, Thanks for listening to this quick little episode things will return on my podcast to some normal fun content, but I just want to put this out there and just say that I'm thinking of you guys. So I love you guys so much. Thanks so much for joining me and I will see you next time on The Life of Riley.